0: Again, go to first100k.com to grab your free 10 day training. Today, our featured guest is Dan Cushell. And Dan is a husband, he's a dad, he's a serial entrepreneur, and an angel investor. He's also the co founder, chairman, and CEO of Breakthrough 3x. That's Breakthrough, the number 3x.com. He, build, he helps business owners like you to connect the dots. Listen, there's so many darn dots in your business. <laughs> you don't even know how to connect them. Uh, he helps you see the blind spots. We all have blind spots. Just admit it. And he helps you get on stock by helping you implement unique sales and marketing systems so you can get more clients, growth, and profits. And this is the important part. And have a bigger impact, reach, and contribution To planet Earth. With over 25 years of business experience, he started over 11 companies himself. He's coached over 5,000 business owners just like you from over 180 niche industries, nine countries, and he had clients and partners like Joe Polish, uh, Dean Grazi, how I'm saying it wrong, Dean Graziosi, Genius Network, and more. He's bought and sold multiple companies. He is a regular media contributor, hosts his own radio show, and he's been featured on multiple TV, radio, print, and online publications. You've heard of a few, ESPN, NBC, Speed, Thrive, Huffington Post, and so many more. He was recently rated as one of the top 25 influencers by Influensive, and his podcast was recommended by Ultra Lean Businesses in Forbes please welcome to the show, Dan Cushel. Dan, welcome. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you?
1: Well, Joseph, first of all, it's a pleasure to be here. Fill in the gaps. Hey, I I started my first company in 1992 because maybe like a lot of people, I had a vision that I could do it better, smarter, more effective, and with a unique twist on it. And I got that very first company started and we were able to start having an impact. And, you know, since then, I've had some success, had some failures. I crashed three companies, but I appreciate all the nice things, but let's not you know, uh, oversight the fact that it comes from learning and sometimes the best learning are mistakes. And you know, I had to bury three of those companies in the backyard. So although we've had a, a fair amount of success, there's also been some failures along the way. And I, I'd like to think not only have I learned from it, but also can help others avoid some of the common mistakes.
0: I love that you spoke about that, Dan, right? Because so many times we like to show the highlights of our life on social media, the highlights of our business. Look at how successful I am. However, the most successful people I think are also sometimes the most humble people and they show, Hey, listen, it was both. I've learned my biggest lessons and I got to this level of the game because of these failures all down here Yes, because of this team around me that's smarter than me and supports me and lifts me up and actually makes me look good right? So I I really appreciate you going there. Go ahead and take a minute and share with us something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know.
1: Oh, very few people know. I Probably one is that I uh, am a a, a very passionate dad, Uh, but maybe a lot of people do know this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm a passionate dad who loves helping coach my son's football team. Right now, he's 11, playing in a a 12 and 13-year-old league, and uh, he, he, he took up football nine months ago, and it's something I love. We go out, and I'm with him at practice almost every Tuesday, Thursday. Game days are on Saturday and Monday nights, too. So it's a, it's a lot of fun. It, it's cool to be able to go out there and actually be active as a dad, right? Not just stand on the sideline, but literally I'm practicing with these kids. I'm running all over the field. And it, I'm also reminded and humbled about, you know, what it was like to be in my 20s, too. So
0: <laughs> – <The laughs> Yeah, all of a sudden, you feel parts of your body you didn't know you had, right? That's Once right. Had- oh, yeah. Almost every day. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, I thought I was all alone in this, Dan. Right? <laughs> now, Be honest about this. Be transparent. Are you that football coach dad that is just angry and aggressive and trying to live
1: vicariously through your son? I would say no. I, uh, I, I've i given my son a rope. To He pulls the rope and I push. So if he pulls... I'll push or vice versa. He'll, if he pushes the rope, I'm pulling to help support him. Right. Uh, I, you know, I am, and anything I do, one thing I've heard, even my wife says this, here's another one that most people don't. My wife still calls me a bull in a China shop. Uh, but it's also why she loves me. So I'm a pretty, pretty intense. Like when I set my sight on something, it's very directed. It's very strategic, very achievement oriented. And so you know, because I just strive to to get the best out of everything. But as far as pushing Kyler, which is my son, uh, it's more of a support pull model versus a pushing them type model.
0: And you know, I think that's also a great model in business, right? Oh, so yeah. we're gonna we're gonna get into that. And I bit. learned
1: that the hard way by making that mistake in my early company. So business taught me a lot about how, how to be a better parent too.
0: Look at that. Take it out on the business, not the children, right? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Iterations. Get all those out of the way. All right, cool. So my audience loves context, Dan. How much gross revenue approximately, and you could give a range if it's more comfortable, did your business do in the last 12 months? Last 12 months between our our companies, the companies we're invested in, multi-millions. Yeah. Got it. Are we looking five to 10 million, 10 to 100 million, where, somewhere in there? I'd say two and a half to five million. Two and a half to five between, million. Yeah, between our stuff and our, our uh, equity partners. Cool. It's yeah. always good to have context, right? All right. How long did it take you in this business, this existing business, to make your first 100K? Like was it weeks, was it months, was it years? How long from
1: zero to crossing the 100K mark? So for this business, it'd be a little misleading because I've got over 27 years of experience, I think, right? So it was to a degree fairly quickly, right? And so if I could go back to my first business, I don't know if that would give a a better context, but that was in 1992 and we started and it took about 90 days to get to our first 100 grand. Okay, ninety
0: days, hundred
1: grand. Now that's pretty fast.
0: Yes. let's just be real about it. I, okay? And I
1: didn't realize that way back when. I didn't even realize that until probably in the last three years. Like, wow, there's some things that you have a grasp of and a context for that are very yeah. useful for others. Were
0: you like me, like a perfectionist, where like you hit a hundred grand in ninety days, and you're like, "Man, we suck. We oh, should yeah. be do better than this."
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, but and I'll, I'll even add back to the context of mistakes, like one of the biggest mistakes, Joseph, I've made in my, my career is the idea where I beat myself up and it was always on to that next checklist item. I remember being on a, a very exclusive trip. I don't want to name drop it. Anybody would know the person uh, over in the Virgin Island type area that has this private island. That We see of- it on your, it's on your website, dude. Oh, it is? I saw the photos. Okay. So yeah, Richard Branson, I remember about halfway through this trip and we're sitting with Richard like every day, brainstorming, I've been caught about halfway through the trip. I'm like on the next thing going, okay, I got that off my list. What's next? And that's a sad place to be when you can't be present, right? And so I think one of the biggest shifts for business, you know, looking back for me, the greatest advice I'd give myself is, you know, enjoy the moment, right? Enjoy where you're at right now. Enjoy the experience. Certainly strive, have goals, achieve. But take the time to be present and really, and I think my kids have taught me that, you know, some of these successes, some of the failures have certainly taught me how to do that better. I wouldn't even say I've perfected it, but it's getting better, continually get better all the time. You know, I really get
0: that. However, it sounds warm and fluffy, right? Yeah. Enjoy the moment, be present, etc. How do you do that when you're in the storm? Like, how do you actually enjoy the storm? Things blowing around, right? Your business is collapsing, you're trying to hold up the walls. So, how do you enjoy the moment, especially when you're in the storm in your business? Well,
1: you know, a couple of frameworks around that. One, what if you don't? What, what's it going to cost us? What's it going to cost us you know as a mentally physically socially spiritually emotionally and financially to not be present and that's really important and then the other thing i lean on uh, joseph is one of the mentors i got a chance to learn from early on he had a really unique way of looking at things and and, you know and of course it's there's always perspective of, of this playing field but his belief system which became mine in many ways was you can tell the size of the person by the obstacle it takes to knock them off track. Wow, that's powerful. So like imagine though, like if you were brought up from the time you were like 20 something, which is when I got this mentor, and he ingrained that in your belief system, you can tell the size. So all this storm going on is actually just like part of the deal, right? It builds a certain type of stamina. And I think in business, we need stamina. In life, we need stamina. Cause you know what? It's easy to be a sunny day kind of person when everything's great. Right. You see that every day, but show us the person that can be a a sunny day kind of person when it's a thunderstorm or a tornado. That's real. That's character, right? That's, Mm -hmm. that's someone's true showing up. I mean, you can learn more in five minutes around adversity and someone in dealing with adversity than you can in years when everything's great. And so actually, instead of trying to push it away or fight it is embrace it. And and look for the opportunities there. In fact, that's where many of the greatest opportunities come from or are, are in those, you know, storms or in those showers or whatever or in those seasons, if you will. So, Dan,
0: like, and, and I'm going to just push back a little bit, right? Yeah. Because we, you and I were raised different. Yeah. I was raised in a poverty mindset, yeah. right? I wasn't raised with that kind of win- wisdom and mentorship. And I know so many of you, Startup Nation, as you're listening to Dan right now, like you're probably connecting more with me and saying, well, like that doesn't come natural to me. When a storm shows up, like I'm scrambling, I'm dodging stuff. I don't know what to do. I'm going right back into my childhood, like poverty mindset. And I really get this because I'm going through this right now in one of my businesses, right? So I'm, uh, I'm always transparent with Startup Nation that it it, it is taking a very huge storm Okay, because there's there's a big thing happening right now and I'm pretty much losing one of my businesses and it's just being taken from me um, out of the blue. And I'm just like, I feel like a wuss. Mm. I feel like a wuss in it, man. Like, why am I falling? Why am I getting knocked down? I'm definitely getting knocked down. Now, if, if what you said is true, you could tell the size of a man by the size of the storm it takes to knock him down. Well, then golly gee, I'm like... I don't know, Andre the Giant or something going back to the 80s. But it's like, this is a big ass storm. And
1: I feel like a wuss in it. Like, what would you say to me about that? I would say that, you know, what's the silver lining, right? You know, this will pass. This too shall pass. And like there, you know, the best way, first of all, I can totally relate, Joseph, with your your. I was brought up in the inner city of Detroit part of why I was driven to do what I have done over the years was because we were also in poverty. I was on welfare. I remember walking, there's a grocery store chain in where I grew up called Farmer Jack's being in line, handing food stamps, right? And thankfully, my dad did provide some guidance and mentorship. He introduced me to, I went to my first seminar when I was 10. It was for sports though. It was baseball. And I took sports and applied it to like the psychology of life and business. And I can remember that very first seminar when I was 10, it said, Uh, success in life in baseball and in sports is 90% or more mental and the rest physical. Mm. So it's a mental And So again, I was fortunate. I didn't realize it at the time I still think I'm still grasping like what are those little nuggets that really had that big impact. And, you know, in this moment, you know, I've, I've had three businesses that I crashed and burned. I've been through divorce, uh, you know, which I'm not proud of these things, but they're just been part of my journey to learn and be better and today I like to think I'm a better husband I'm a certainly a better dad than than I was. Um, and on the other side of you know the storm you know is a summer season. And I know that might sound just oversimplified or you know like another you know just somebody pontificating but my experience from a lot of failures so many and I, and again I think part of it also was sports you know I was brought up in the sports culture and in baseball you fail you know when you, in little leagues it's a little different than this but you know in the major leagues it's you're taught that you're going to fail 7 out of 10 times or more right so if you're trained on be you know be okay with failure be okay with mistakes still have this focus still have this concentration still have this discipline even when you you're in a slump and you go 1 for 22 or 1 for 30 right how do you stay in the game and let that at bat go and just go to the next one so like I would, you know, if I were coaching somebody who asked that question, I would say, well, like what's next? What's the next step to help put you in a safe place mentally and also looking at it 360 degrees, 360 days from now, what would have to happen for you to feel happy and satisfied with that progress and start putting into that vision is And it's not easy. I've had coaching. I remember, you know, I went through, um, a pretty uh, tough divorce, candidly, and it broke me down. I was at my lowest point mentally, emotionally, a lot of things. And I can say that I had a great coach and she got me to understand three questions. So this would be another part of that, that I still, every, every decision I make is built around these three questions and a few others, but I, these are the framework of the, the fo- foundation. What What do I want? Not what does everybody else want, not what does my family want, not what does the dog want, not what is my, had, at the time I was going through, I had 175 employees, right? What do I want? And you get selfish, right? And get clarity around it. Now, I, I, embarrassingly enough, when I did this with my coach, Christy, uh, who I still am friends with today, Christy got me to sit down and do this process. And the first time I tried to come up with answers, I was stuck, mm. I was handcuffed. And I actually sat there. I wrote one answer on the sheet of paper, stared at her for the rest of the session, and then said, Okay, let's get together for our next session in a couple of days and I'll have more. And I blew her off like three, four, five times.
0: Because you didn't have the answer.
1: Because I didn't have the answers. Finally, I got through it. She coached me, guided me, and it was okay. And she got me to understand this is normal. It's part of the journey, it's part of the process. When you've been a people pleaser, when you've been. Someone who gives so much to others and and starting to focus on you. It's not easy, right? She got me to be very solid. So what do I want? Then the second question, we got through that finally after weeks. Weeks. Uh, Weeks. It it. took weeks, right? And, and, you know, people look at me as it took weeks to answer one simple freaking question. Yeah. Four four words. Come on, Dave. Exactly. Then the (laughs) second one, the second question, uh, which is, who am I? right not labels and titles and all that nonsense that you know we build have built around us because those are many times like armor but really who are we like as a human being not the human not ceo and even dad or husband but who am i at the core as a human being not, not a human, human doing exactly yeah and then the third is the values right we hear companies have great core values in your company well what what if you had core values in your personal life What are those three core? Like, I'm very clear on what those are today, which are growth, contribution, and teamwork. Right? And I look for opportunities that allow me to play in that sandbox. And if it doesn't fit, then it doesn't fit. And I say no. It becomes a very easy no when you have, when these three questions are very clear, Joseph, it's amazing the doors that open and the ones that are very clear that are a no. Right? What opportunities you say no to.
0: Dan, can you give us a quick story of uh, an opportunity that came to you and it didn't align with one of your values, so you said no to it?
1: Oh, totally. Yeah, easy, easy one. Big uh, thought leader. I won't mention the name. Um, the reputation of this thought leader, as I did research, wasn't what I felt was up to par. They offered us, they wanted it for what we do. They offered us hundred grand up front to be an advisor for them and then come in and help them with their sales process, which is part of what we do. And after evaluating the opportunity, as great as that cash flow would have been at that time in our business, uh, and the opportunity to have like royalty income and residual, right? You know, I mean, almost the financial side of it was a dream come true. But based on these Mm -hmm. three questions, it was a definite definite no We walked away. I could give you several examples like that. What was
0: that like for you to
1: walk away? Was it easy decision
0: or was it kind of
1: gut-wrenching? I know uh, it was in the middle frankly. Right. It was a battle of like, okay, well, we could certainly use this and I could navigate it. Right. I think I could, you know, work it out. But then I, I kept looking at what's the reputation potential. Got it. People. So, so let me ask you
0: this, Dan, and please be transparent. Yeah. If you desperately needed that 100K, like bills were going crazy. You had to shut things off. You're closing down things in your business. You desperately needed the 100K. Would your answer have been different?
1: It depends on when you would have asked me that. I I will say another big mistake I've made in my history, right, is I've made poor decisions on who I've decided to partner with and align with at times. And so I would say in the past, I've not been that clear on the. It's been fuzzy, you know, fuzzy goals, fuzzy visions, fuzzy answers get us fuzzy results. And I've been, I've had fuzzy results at times, right? Uh, but now in the last, you know, year, several years, it's been very clear. I mean, there was a big uh, big client I was working with recently when certain things were becoming misaligned. I had to t- turn in our resignation to work with that particular client anymore. This mm-hmm. was recent. And that was, I mean, that was a multi-million dollar uh, uh, client for us.
0: Yeah. I get that. You know, startup nation Dan's being real. He's being raw. He's being vulnerable and transparent. And this is what I love about doing the show is really just not so much getting into the mind of an entrepreneur, but more importantly, getting into their heart mm. and really just connecting with the humanity that we all struggle with, right? We're all broken. My other podcast is called Broken Catholic for that reason. We are broken people, and we all have similar struggles i don't think any of us are unique in our struggles we all go through the same things at different times and dan's really sharing hey maybe dan 1.0 dan cashel 1.0 would have made the choice and took the 100k but dan 3.0 absolutely not not happening not even on his radar because he knows who he is he knows where he's going he knows what he wants He knows his values, and that's very important. So let me just do a quick recap here, Dan, for Startup Nation. So write down these three questions. These are valuable questions. Now, I always ask my guests what are the top three tips or strategies, but Dan, in your case, I'm going to settle for what are the top three questions to ask yourself right now in your business. And these are the top three questions, Startup Nation. What do I want? Answer that question. Get selfish and get clear. Take everybody else out of the question and just answer it purely, what do you want? Like with your life, with your future. Question number two, who are you? So write down, who am I? And really get clear, like who are you as a person, as a human being, Not, and make sure you answer that outside of what you actually do or how much money you make. That has nothing to do with it. Question three, what are my three personal core values? right? What are my three personal, not business, personal core values? And the way you answer core values, what do I stand for? What will I not stand for? It's that clear. It's got to be black and white. There's no 50 shades of gray in there, okay? <laughs> it's just black and white. So get clear on those three questions. This is going to be powerful. And Dan, something I really got earlier, and I'm putting in my own words, that you uh, brought some wisdom bombs to us here is conquer yourself first and you'll win the game. You'll conquer the game of business, of life. But you really got to go and play the inward game first. And so many of us try to avoid it until it forces us in, right? Because we have breakdowns, we get into storms, and we got nothing left but to go inside, right? And really wrestle it out. So, the sooner the better, right? What do you want to add to that?
1: Yeah. I mean, and if, you know, God has a a funny way, Joseph, as you know, of checking in with us. He'll tap us on the shoulder and see if we're paying it. If we're not, he'll take a little bigger stick and hit us. And if we're not, and then he'll get a a telephone pole and whack us really good. For me, that actually happened. Uh, You know, I was running one of my, you know, I don't know, I was in my seventh or eighth company. We were doing big things. We had 175 employees, you know, really awesome momentum. And uh, my son was born. So imagine it. Imagine you have a daughter who's two, and then you have your son that's born. And you're running all these big businesses and things are on the outside looking great. But you're just trying to really hold it together, Mm -hmm. truly, right? You're trying to, you know, navigate the family thing. And and the reality is you're giving your family leftovers. There's nothing worse being an entrepreneur than giving your family leftovers. And I was that guy at that time, right? Truth is. But then it got worse. Didn't stop there. A couple weeks after my son was born, I woke up with chest tightness. I call my doctor, so imagine this, like you have a, your son is born, you have a two-year-old daughter, your businesses are you know, flourishing in a lot of ways, and you wake up with heart pains, you call your doctor, you say, hey, I'm having some issues, he says, why don't you go for preventative measures, go to the hospital down the street, you go, they take some measurements and then all hell breaks loose, they put you on a gurney, then you're rolled into a room and now you got diodes all over your body, now it's one day, two days, third day, they wanna do a, a procedure and a heart thing you sign a disclaimer, it says you have a one in X chance of dying on the table. That's what happened. And what what would that be like for you? Like, how would that change the game
0: for you? That's That's a huge storm right there, right? That's exactly what we're talking about. Mine looks like just business, but you know, what if it was my health as well? Like you went through.
1: No, wrap up that story. This is good. Yeah. And it was in that moment I realized there were a lot of flaws in my model. And, you know, and that I got my coach right after that experience. I came out of it, knock on wood, thankfully. I was 70 pounds heavier than I am today, right? And I've kept it off for now for many years. And, but it wasn't easy. I got a coach, another coach, because I've always had coaching since I was in sports, uh, since I was a kid, actually. And that, that support, that coach, that third party perspective, that objective point of view to to be account, help you be accountable, to help guide you, to support you. Like what you're doing, Joseph, with this program, with all the programs and resources you make available, right? Are such gifts to the world. And so this coach happened to get me through these three, three questions. It was in that moment I decided, you know what? I built all this, but this isn't what I really want. What I really want is I want to be with my kids and I want to be present. I want to be there, not just, I don't want to be the dad that when they were in their 20s, well, what was your dad? He's awesome. He was never there though. Mm. He's a great business person, but he wasn't a great dad or not even having a perspective of what that is. And I, I believe you can have it both ways. And that's the journey I'm on today is to build great businesses, work with great clients that are just fun and enjoyable. If they fit the criteria, great. If they don't, great. For a fit, great. If we're not, great. And at the end of the day, you know, I love being able today on Monday nights, Tuesday nights, Thursday nights, and Saturdays, almost all year I get to be playing sports with my son. I spend time with my daughter. I mean, it's just a different way of living today compared to being this workaholic hundred hour a week entrepreneur. And although doing good things and, you know, a lot of awesome stuff came out of it, it's different today. And I can tell you, it's a lot more peaceful and the feeling of freedom, right? And again, your version as you're listening or you're watching right now may be different than my version. Like, But if you answer those questions, you decide what you want, then it's clear what you'll do, right? The old adage, you got to be the person. So start the being by what do you want? Who are you? What do you stand for? What are those values? When you have that criteria, now you can start to make better choices of the yeses become real yeses. They're like hell yes. I think Derek Seavers calls it. It's hell yes. And he says, a maybe is a no. The maybes become far more clear. You don't take those fuzzy deals. I, I, that's been my biggest mistake, right? It, like you think about a contract or agreements that get drawn up, right? It's never the things that usually are said in the agreement. It's the things that weren't put in the agreement, mm-hmm. right? That's what, where Joseph said, it's identify, you know, the things that you want and also not want. And that you get what you tolerate, right? So that clarity, you know, gr- brings a certain amount of peace, a certain amount of freedom to just, for you, make your own best choices. And not that you'd follow my path. Hopefully, you'll never end up in that hospital and go through something like that. Uh, but hopefully, you'll learn from, from some of this.
0: That's powerful, Dan. And Startup Nation, I'm going to add one more question. I'm going to add a fourth question. And Dan just brought it up. And, and I remember I went through this and I had to answer this question for myself. Ask yourself this question. What am I tolerating mm-hmm. in my life right now? It's a powerful question. And I remember when I answered this question, I, one of the answers was I'm tolerating a girlfriend uh, who doesn't love me enough um, to uh, give me my love language, which was words of affirmation at the time because it was uncomfortable for her. Uh, I'm tolerating living in a shitty apartment. I'm tolerating uh, paying rent to a landlord who isn't giving what I'm paying for. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just went down the list of things that I'm tolerating, I'm putting up with and I'm settling and I'm, I'm embracing the fuzzy, as Dan is saying. So get clear on that list and then just start to strike off one at a time that you're going to no longer tolerate and actually go take one tiny action in each of those and knock it off your list. So Dan, let's wrap up the show here because we're just about at the 30-minute mark. And I love when I have a great guest like yourself and I run over. And <laughs> it's a good problem to have because that means it's just a great show. So we're going to run over a little bit and that's totally fine. But Startup Nation, there's so many like, wisdom, explosions, and, and value that uh, Dan has been dripping all throughout this conversation that he and I are having and you're listening in on write down these questions, get get clear about this in your life. And it doesn't matter what stage of your business you're in. It's you in the business that are having the breakdowns. It's inside of you. It's in the, the cerebral, right? It's the mental game of entrepreneurship. When you start to win that game, you start to win all the external things. So Dan, let's jump right into the hustle round, my friend. I'm going to ask you 12 quick fire questions. You'll have about Three seconds to answer each Don't overthink it It's just for fun And I was incorrect It's not 12 It's actually 10 Are you ready, sir? Yes, sir All right, here we go Dan, what's your favorite sound? Um, my favorite sound is my wife's laugh Dude, that is so mushy-gushy romantic I love it I'm a what's... big mushy at the end I of the day I love it, I love it
1: what's, what's your least favorite sound? Oh, least favorite sound is the sound from uh, uh, Liar Liar <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was such a good movie by the way what are you most afraid of mediocrity mm, amen to that what did you spend way too much time doing your first year in business <laughs> too much time overselling overselling yep what secret fear do you have about people
1: uh, secret fear I have about people uh, that get their germs I don't know uh, Which was from the movie Tucker, a man in his dream, actually.
0: (laughs) Got it. Martin You know, know the germs I don't want to catch from (laughs) other people is negativity or toxicity, right? I don't want those germs. And what's funny is that it was
1: misunderstood in the movie to be germs when in in reality, his mom was saying dreams. Be careful of catching other people's dreams. Yeah, which is the same thing, mediocrity.
0: What do you wish you had learned sooner in your business? Uh, Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the moment, Startup Nation. Listen to Dan. What's a new habit you want to form?
1: New habit I want to form? uh, Continued peace. It's a journey of just being present and peace.
0: Dude, check out my 40-day holy hour challenge on Facebook. An cool. hour a day in silence, dude. You start your day that way, you center yourself, you get the inner peace. It's awesome. Otherwise, I wouldn't be lasting through this storm right now, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Pick three words to describe who you are now, Dan. Uh, growth, contributor, and collaborator. Got it. Pick three words to describe who you were your first year in business.
1: Hustle, uh, overzealous, obsessed to learn. Got it. And what's
0: a bad habit you want to break? I say the word right a lot. Oh, like you get what I'm I'm saying, saying? right? (laughs)
1: Right. 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 Which which occurs as uncertainty. Yes. And it also, you know, it's instead of, you know, some people have ums. Yes. Some people have, you know. It's a space filler. At times in the past, because I want to put it in the past. Uh, I have used the word right way too much.
0: Startup Nation, (laughs) remove useless language from your vocabulary. It will help you to get very clear about what you actually want to say. And last question, Dan, if you could come back to life after you died, look your family and friends, your kids in the eye, and tell them only one piece of advice, what would you say to them?
1: make a conscious effort to simply do your best, forget the rest and do it in a way that adds value. I
0: love it. And any final wisdom, Dan, what's the one thing you want my listener to know about
1: making their first 100,000 or next fall in love with strategy, not tactics. And you know, in the crazy world, there's a lot of noise in the marketplace Try to find a place where you can find somebody who can guide you, support you, bring simplicity. There's a great quote from Oliver Wendell Holmes that says, you know, I wouldn't give a fig to be on the other side of complexity. I'd give my life to be on this side of simplicity.
0: Mm. What's the
1: one thing that you need to do today that will be the most productive thing at this given moment? And then let's say as you advance your business, you're going to have storms and you're going to have competition and you're going to question. And when that voice of doubt creeps in, maybe you'll remember the Disney quote which is you can steal my ideas, you can never steal my magic. You've got magic. Go share it with others.
0: Boom. What a great place to wrap up the show. Dan, where's the best place for Startup Nation to get in touch with you?
1: Uh, the easy place is that uh, we have an ongoing on-demand training where we introduce people to our methods of growing business, getting more leads and a steady flow without the stress, without the overwhelm, without the confusion. Easy way to go get that is our free on-demand training at uh, ChampionBusinessBlueprint.com. ChampionBusinessBlueprint.com, Startup
0: Nation, or go visit Dan's website, Breakthrough3x. That's the number 3x, 3X Breakthrough3x.com. Dan, thank you for being on the show, my brother, my friend. It's been an honor and a pleasure. I wish you peace. I wish you love. And I wish you your next 100,000 or next hundred million for you, bro. (laughs) Thank you. God bless you. Have you tried absolutely everything and nothing has worked? Have you tried therapy? Have you tried coaching? Have you tried counseling, Christian counseling? Nothing's worked for you, for your spouse. You just want better communication. When you wake up, do you feel like you want to crawl under a rock? in the morning time? Is your brain so scattered and foggy at this point that you're not following through with things? You're not keeping your word in the matter. You're letting people down, maybe your own spouse or kids. Do you have way too much on your plate and you're getting more and more frustrated, which is turning into anger? Are you battling addictions right now? Are you an amped up or frantic person with a lot of anxiety and you're off and on of bipolar and depression medicines? If any of these you connect with,